This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveRight, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. Ukraine has criticized some key European countries. It says they haven't done enough to support Ukraine in its war against Russia. So in a show of European unity, the leaders of France, Germany, Italy, and Romania took a train today to the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv. There, they met with President Volodymyr Zelensky and visited a site where Russian forces have been accused of widespread abuses. NPR's Greg Myrie is in Kyiv and joins us now. Hi, Greg. Hi, Sasha. Greg, what was the message these four leaders took with them to Kyiv? Well, the simple message is we're with Ukraine. Uh, These leaders came in by train, as you noted, and this is because Ukraine's civilian airports have been shut down by the war. And then more or less on cue, air raid sirens went off shortly after they arrived. Now, in the eyes of many Ukrainians, French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, and Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi have all been too accommodating toward Russia. Uh, This was their first trip to Ukraine for for each of them since the war began. It was clearly an attempt to to sort of make up and a strong show of European support and unity. Uh, Romania is in a slightly different category. It's taken in a large number of Ukrainian refugees and is seen as a solid supporter. And so far, does it seem like this effort succeeded in patching things up with Ukrainian officials? Yeah, in the short term, yes. Uh, The European leaders traveled to Irpin. That's a suburb to the northwest of Kyiv. And that's where Russian forces were blamed for killing many civilians when they nearly reached the capital in the early days of the war. Uh, Macron denounced what he called the barbarism of these attacks and said there were signs that the Russians had carried out, quote, massacres. And afterward, the leaders, all of them in suits and ties, sat down with Zelensky, who was in his trademark olive T-shirt at his heavily fortified presidential compound. Uh, Afterward, they had a press conference. Zelensky He said he trusted the commitments of the European leaders, adding, I am very happy with the discussions we've had today. Greg, I think you said these European leaders succeeded in the short term in patching things up with Ukraine. What about the longer term? Well, that could depend on how many weapons they send to Ukraine. These big European countries have promised the military help, but Ukraine says it's not nearly enough. And it's in sharp contrast to the U.S., which announced Wednesday that it's sending another billion dollars in military hardware. Ukraine says it's outgunned by Russian artillery by a ratio of at least 10 to 1 and will continue to struggle on the battlefield if this gap remains. By the way, Greg, I understand you met today with a new U.S. ambassador to Ukraine at its recently reopened U.S. embassy. How did that meeting go and how's that embassy functioning? Yeah, the U.S. embassy in Kiev is a very large operation, but it was shut down shortly before Russia invaded in February. It reopened a month ago, and shortly after that, the new ambassador, Bridget Brink, arrived. And we hear a lot about the U.S. military support, but she noted the embassy is providing money to keep the Ukrainian government running, to help with humanitarian needs, and to help with war crimes investigations. Brink has only been in that position for a short while. Did you get a sense that she has a sense of what's ahead in this war? She thinks there's a long way to go. Here's what she said. My judgment is that this is going to be a long war. It's going to be a long, grinding, tough war. And the Ukrainians are fighting inch by inch, yard by yard, kilometer by kilometer. It's incredibly intense, difficult fighting with lots of losses. 
She said sustained U.S. support is critical to show that in the 21st century, borders can't be changed by force. That's NPR's Greg Myrie in Kyiv. Greg, thank you. My pleasure. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge. Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.